What is up, my gaggle of geeks, and welcome to another episode. We're going to be talking about a bevy of things. We're talking about the Batman at DC fandom. We're talking about uh, the Flash at DC fandom and the fandom stuff. And speaking of fan Dune, we've got fan Dune spoiler review here today. If you haven't seen it yet and you need to go see it, it's just, you're going to have to go. Honestly, I feel bad saying it, but if you've been a fan of this show for forever and, and you've been excited to see Chaz just blow up everywhere about this Denis Villeneuve, by the way, hi Chaz, how's it going? Hi buddy. You really need to check this out. You don't get applause for this. You're going to be, you're going to be milking <laughs> this whole, th- the whole show is your show. Actually, it's not just your show. Cause of course we've got the Frank cam. Welcome to the building. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> It re- he really is the perfect transition into stuff. Uh, yep, <laughs> welcome every. Yeah, show him who you are. That, oh, yeah, show him, show him that. Go, go for it. All right, everybody. Well, welcome to the show. Let's get, let's get right into it with the thing that we always do, which is it's gaggle of geeks. What are you geeking about? I just love how 1950s that sounds. It is very 1950s, but we can do. I I don't know. We'll no, probably update it. it later. No, no, no. I love it. Okay. It's like a milkman commercial. Like, you can get milk. Yeah, milk. The I'm not geeking about milk. What are, What are you geeking about, Chaz? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Have you seen Peaky Blinders? Um, I've seen episodes of it, and a friend has always been recommending it to me. To me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess why you're watching Peaky Blinders. Ooh, why? Is it because of Christopher Nolan movies coming out, and you want to watch more Cillian Murphy? No, actually. BS. My my situation is the same as yours. I had a friend who never talks film with me. He's like one of the normie friends, you know. And he was like, "Hey, you should watch this." I'm like, "Ah, it's been on my watch list." Mm. He's like, "Then you should really watch it." So I'm like, "All right." Why did he say it like that? Why does voice get lower? It was through text. I just imagine that's how it went. He's like, you better fucking watch it. Well, have you liked it so far? I've only seen one episode. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but you're geeking out about it pretty hard? Yeah. I've, I've been uh, researching that time period, and uh, it reminds me of the Boardwalk Empire on HBO as well, mm-hmm. like the same time period. Um, and then, I don't know, dude. Like, the 1920s were really fascinating. So Very cool. Yeah. Uh, what are you geeking about? I don't even know. I my mind just blanked. I saw Frank come in, and my thought was like, "Is he near the camera?" Now he's now now I'm just too excited to have him in the room. That I don't know. Let me think about this. Uh, vetting, vetting. Hmm, hmm. Thinking about thinking about music. Thinking about music and and what I've been able to do with that. I guess. And I think we we could get started. Oh God! Okay. The right way. <laughs> okay. Should we embarrass ourselves immediately? Here, why don't you take the take the control suite? Okay, okay. It's one and four. One and four. One and four is us. And you know, we won for everybody here. And this is something that this is a song that I I feel very deeply about. Okay. And I think it, I think it works well for you. I'm geeking about Dune. Ooh. Are you playing in a D minor for Dune? It, it does start with a D. <laughs> yeah, it does. Does it start oh, with a wait, U? I didn't switch to. Now you can hear it for real. Oh, 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 oh no. Yeah, let me take this out. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the show. 
I got my host here, his name's Chaz. He likes I... to watch a lot of movies, maybe Doom. Oh, <laughs> I messed up on that chord. Oh no, I'm a stupid whore, but it's okay. It's what we say. You should go watch Dune. Go watch Dune. Dune, we're blinded by the spies. And I just think we should go see it now. Should we stop and go see it? Dune, you really need to go see it on IMAX. Did you know the sound quality is so much different in the theater than in your bathroom? So don't listen to it when you're in the tub like me. You'll drop your phone. Did you know you can watch it on HB Max on the HBO Max on the go? But Dini will kill you in your sleep, dude. Okay, we're done. No. Uh, we're done. Dude. Dude. It was good. It was good. It was good. Dude, did you know it was good. we love you? Somebody that we love somebody you showed up for that, what? but they missed it too. Ooh. They were looking for. It. We definitely got a love reaction for that too. <laughs> so, there, yeah, we did it! <laughs> Yay! I always get so sweaty when those things start, but we need to keep doing it. We need to keep doing it because the more we do this weird like music stuff, the more I'll be able to figure out how to do the. Oh, dude, I didn't use my one line it. I wanted to use. You didn't pull out your harmonica either. I know, dude. I actually, I actually have a didgeridoo, so I should pull that out. A didgeridoo? Yeah, dude. Didgeridoo from the escapes of Dune. And the reason, by the way, that we're not doing a full wide shot is because look at the delay. Isn't that wonderful? I could, I could, yeah. What's great is if, like, we tried to choke someone out, we could hurry and quickly (laughs) do it right before, and then it would cut out right before. That's funny. Oh man, but it would just cut to real time. Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything that I'm geeking about this week. Oh, but we do have Patrick Gibbs here, and he was one of the people that was watching uh, Dune with us. So, uh, yeah, he he said that we're done with the music. <laughs> Did you read don't? <laughs> Did you read? <laughs> I think that works. <laughs> oh, man. You know, we'll have a single out on iTunes, uh, 99 cents. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be on our Patreon. No, we're going to be putting it actually only on LimeWire. Oh, we're going to give your only on LimeWire and Napster if you guys are interested. Aids. Okay. Fine. <laughs> yes, fine. We can we can add that to it. All right. Well, with that said, let's let's go into a, a part of the a part of the show that's probably going to be a little bit more serious for the start. Let's go into the news. The news day with Chaza. Well, um, there's some depressing news. I think we should get out of the way first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes to show that safety on sets is a serious thing, and it's kind of relevant with the strike that was going on as well. And it's not um, associated with it necessarily, but uh, there was an accident on a set that involved Alec um, Baldwin's new movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he fired a gun that they thought had... Uh, what do you call it? Fake round in Blanks. it? Blanks. Blank, yeah. Um, turned out there was a live round in it, injured two people, and actually killed one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the well, and that person is cinematographer, uh, Gayla uh, Hutchins. And I think that's actually how you're supposed to say, I think the H is a G. That Somebody put up a pronunciation thing on Twitter. How do you say it? I think it's 
I think it was like Gaina Hutchins. Right. I think the L was silent for it. That's good. No. Yeah. Um, but um, it sad, wasn't dude. just that though. It's the fact that this this set has already been kind of having issues. Yeah. Um, just before the incident, I believe like either a few days or a week before, they were doing a walkout because of unsafe practices that were happening. Yeah. Uh, it got reported that the person that was the prop master was not part of the union, so they were just kind of local people that were working on it, and. There were people that were sleeping in the cars that which this is stuff that if you work on crew and you work on sets, it's not uncommon that there are situations where it's like you have to where maybe the funding or maybe like just the location in general doesn't have like nice accommodations. But this is to the point where like they weren't even taking care of their people when they could um, like putting them in CD hotels where they were mainly just there for the homeless. And apparently that hotel were up uh, selling those people. It's just it's kind of a, a terrifying incident all around. And I, I know that Alec Baldwin's a producer on this, too. So there there is a little bit to say as far as accountability goes with. Uh, yeah. With and how all of that goes. But no one no one in any sense is saying that, like, no, he, some he released thing. He released if, if anything, it's it's literally just not following safety protocol and, and doing the right things. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, and he released a statement saying that he can't even comprehend what happened. Um, which is tragic, man. It's just tragedy mm -hmm. overall. But and I was telling you before we went live, but I mean the latest is, is uh the assistant director gave him the gun and said it's a cold gun, meaning it's blanks mm. right before he fired. Okay. But hmm. it, and it's on it, Hollywood has history with this. Yeah. I believe I know Brandon Lee the crow yep. from the crow, but did Bruce Lee also? Did he? I believe Ooh. that it I I was telling Natalie last night that I believe Bruce Lee also did, but Brandon Lee famously or infamously on the Crow, um, a, a blank shot, uh, still had ended up killing him because they had done it from such close range, and uh, they didn't clean out the gun or anything like that when they were putting it in, and um, that that film honestly I recently just saw maybe a year or so ago, and hearing about the controversy and also hearing about how they would have they might have had that shot that actually did it like all the, all those things and also the people that are posting memes right now about all of this it, it's kind of disgusting like it's gross in a way to like let's make a let's make a conspiracy theory out of a tragedy or let's let's mock alec baldwin for for something that honestly he will never forget like this is going to fundamentally change him it's already yeah when it's already and let alone his, her family and and all the things that they're gonna have like a family's broken well, the other person who was injured was the director um, who was standing right behind her. So it was just, it was one bullet. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just, dude, it's sad. I mean, that could have been avoided. So Definitely could have been avoided. But um, we just wanted to make sure to call attention to that because we know with over and under artists exposed, you are, you are talking with these people that, that are literally in some cases putting their life on the line, even though we don't realize it. And there's the Hollywood glitz and glamour, but we can talk about the camera people. We can talk about stuntmen. We can talk about like any any part of this is a little dangerous. Wasn't somebody seriously injured in Michael Bay's film, the ambulance one that the trailer was released for? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if someone was on that, but I do know that there's well, we could lead into the next story here with Ruby Rose. Have you heard about the stuff going on with Batwoman? Yeah. So she accused uh, Warner Brothers of 
it's been it's been a back and forth like i was i was i was kind of shocked at how disney (laughs) responded to scarlett johansson this is kind of like even crazier (laughs) like dc's like what bitch let's go like they're they're really intense with how they're handling the ruby rose thing but do you have the story for that i don't have the story all right i can break it down a little bit so from what i've understood she's got a couple um points of concern mainly with onset safety honestly and and things that were concerning to her and um that Greg Berlanti, the showrunner, was only on every once in a while. He would only show up like once at Blue Moon. And that they ruined the character for her, And that she would never go back and do anything with them. So Warner Brothers clapped back immediately and was like, are you, are you serious? Like, you started the drama with us. Like, you were the one that were causing beef with us. And everything that you're saying is a complete lie. And then Ruby Rose clapped back and she was like, okay, so now they're just going to dismiss all this. I, I don't know. It's... It's weird to have a corporation and an actor fight publicly. <laughs> like, I don't know why that's the new thing. Well, and like, I, I saw their response, and they're like, a lot of people turned you in for inappropriate behavior, but we were trying to keep it down low to keep it in within the company. Mm-hmm. But since you went, but I don't know anything about that either, because honestly, they played that card with Ray Fisher. Yeah, and and, the, and I I got to be honest, I do not trust Warner Brothers. Or, or frankly, met much any studio like Marvel Studios has a gag order on all of those celebrities, and it seems like <laughs> ScarJo being the first to speak out about something. Like, when is Chris Hemsworth going to talk about the fact that he didn't get to, he wasn't able to have his uh, gym paid for in the first Avengers? Was he not really? No, they didn't pay him. What? Freaking Thor! Thor! He had to pay for his own Gold's Gym membership. Well, you know, it paid off. <laughs> it did. It did. I'm sure now he's like, eh, the investment is fine. But with that woman, I think she got seriously injured. Ruby Rose did. She hurt her back one point. And um, from there, she, yeah, she just never came back after the injury. Yeah, I don't know too much about it. It's, uh, well, I never watched the show. I didn't know she we was love the C- we, we, lo- we love the CW. I thought it was called WC. Like, what could go wrong? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Might be something like that. Flash is in its eighth season. Enjoy, everybody. <laughs> uh, next up, though, this is fun. This is good. You like Ahsoka, right, from Star Wars? Oh, I just saw this news. Yeah, tell them. Tell the people. Dude, Hayden Christensen will reprise his role as Anakin Skywalker in the upcoming live-action series, Ahsoka. Lord have... Yeah. Now, my question yeah. to you is this, Patrick. Is this going to be pre-Revenge of the Sith, or is this going to be a mix of that and afterward when he's also Vader? Because he's also in Obi-Wan. Well, do you want to hear a theory I've got? Ooh, let's hear it. They don't have anybody that's like legit. Like, we're always going to make sure that this guy is in the Vader outfit. You know, they don't have a David Prowse anymore. I think Anakin's going to, I think Caden Christensen's going to take over that. He might as well. I mean, that's what they do. Because they they did it in Revenge of the Sith. He was Darth Vader for that. Yep. And I think they've got a real good shot of showing both a flashback of um, pre-Order 66 and him and Ahsoka and their interactions, as well as what could possibly be in the future. It would be a little weird because they already showed the kind of the conclusion of their story arc in the animated show. Like. Which, Their last meetup has already been shown. Oh, in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I didn't know. I have. I'm I don't not think it was Rebels. Rebels so. I think it was the end of the Clone Wars. Like no. she has a she has a thing with Maul, and then it cuts to a flash forward in like some snow. Oh yeah, and, and he Vader gra- shows he, up. Yeah, yeah, he's like on Vader. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm curious where it's gonna go. But I mean, I I wonder if it's gonna tie in with Obi Wan too, you know, and Mandalorian, and if there's gonna be hints. Well, I I wonder why nobody's asking if Ahsoka is going to be in the Obi Wan series. Maybe she will be. I think that now that that's confirmed that Hayden's going into this, that Ahsoka is probably going to be. Especially if he helped other Jedis hide, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and there's a very good chance that he was like, I have no choice but to go to Ahsoka to help me with Luke and Leia and make sure that they're safe. Because she's the only one that knows what the actual danger is to if they get found out. Yeah. Like that. There's a narrative reason for her to be there. And I think that in itself is enough to be like, oh, and they've got Disney synergy. They're going to throw her in. No problem. Dude, just give me it all. That's I'd be into that. Um, also, did you know they're making a Barbie movie with Margot Robbie? Yeah, and I saw that. Um, uh huh. Right. Uh-huh. That Ryan Gosling was in it. Uh huh. As Ken. Yep, that's all I know. Nice. What if he was Barbie? I mean, that would definitely. You would have no problem with that. You better not have a problem with that. Nope. It would change you. up the game. Disgusting. Yeah, um, I, think that, I don't know anything about this. It seems strange. And um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well. Start wrapping. Just a fun random thing. Do you know what Will Smith's least favorite movie he did was? Uh, Wild Wild West. Yes. Okay. Next. Of course. <laughs> it's everybody's least favorite Will Smith. Like he's not alone in that. <laughs> None of us like that movie. <laughs> I, I okay. Personally, I like it. Like when they're running uh, through the corn. And, I just like, that watched um, beheading them. I just watched. Um, ow. I just we just talked about it on the show this morning. This is the problem with ADD. You forget the thing that you were about to do. The harder they fall. The one with Idris Elba and um, Regina King, and it's a western. Oh, dude, we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch a clip of that after this. It's it. It's dope. Pretty dope. Idris Elba is he's Darth Vader in that. Snap. Well, he plays a great villain in The Wire, which I just finished. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then just two more things, real quick. This one's kind of big. All these projects got pushed back with Marvel and Disney, starting mm-hmm. with Indiana Jones, got pushed back a whole year. Oh yeah, I saw that. And there's mm-hmm. a, oh, we can talk about the Eternals shit too. What's what's that? The spoiler. The after Let's not scene? talk about. It. Is this going to draw attention to it? Let's not talk about it. No, we need to talk about it. Just don't I'm spoil gonna shit. Sound That's all you got to say. I'm going to sound off here. Hey, if you get invited to a red carpet, don't fucking tweet the spoiler five minutes after the titles run. You idiot! What's wrong with you? Get him. Get You're an asshole. Like, that's just what do you it is. make sourdough starter and then just like shove it up your butt? <laughs> I, I can't talk that. Yeah. What are you? What are you doing with your life, bro? Did you get paid for it? They're, they're fans. <laughs> you know, Chaz are fans. I would laugh if he was trolling about it, though. No, they, he wasn't trolling about it because uh, Kevin Feige got the snipes on him hard. And like Disney marketing had to tweet out and be like, we're so, we're so sorry. This was not. And now you got Colbert putting up stuff about it. Like Colbert just put in the title, the spoiler. It is all official. I don't even want, I don't want to say it because it's annoying to me. Don't say it. Don't say it. But it's very well known. Like if you, if you don't know it, then you're great. But if you know it, you're probably just as upset with us. The critic works for variety. Word for variety. That's fucking wild, man. And not only that, but like you get invited to a red carpet event, right? Right. You know that it's Marvel. It's not like you're going to, you know, oh, you're going to go check out uh, the Book of Henry. (laughs) You're going to the screen for the (laughs) Book of Henry. Don't spoil the movie. But but you get this and you know that there's an end tag scene where you're like, oh, that's going to be a big reveal. 
it is the most pretentious, snobby, selfish thing to just ruin it for everybody when it's not even out until November 3rd or November 5th. Like it's absurd. It's so rude. It is. There's there's one critic that always tweets out really sarcastic stuff that could be spoilers, but it's like obviously very not spoilers. Like it's just him being smart ass. Mm. And when I that news first broke on Twitter, I'm like, oh, is he making headlines again? That guy. And then I went and saw the there's an actual like legit critic, and I was like, dude, yeah, don't be an asshole. Really. Like I, I, that, that made me need a nap. I got so angry. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones, Dr. Strange, Thor, Black Panther, the Marvels and Ant-Man and all them all pushed mm-hmm. back a few months. Um, didn't really say why. So that's, that's that. And then, and then the Batman trailer finally released. Um, you were telling me that they released because I didn't watch it. I just watched the Batman one, but you said that they also released another movie that has a cameo in it, right? Uh, I don't remember. Michael Keaton, The Flash. Oh, are we talking about Phantom now? Yeah. Oh, let's talk about the Batman. Oh, we haven't seen the trailer yet for The Flash. No, I was just telling you. you oh, we're me. gonna be right back. We're gonna go about the trailer real quick. <laughs> We will. Nah, we're, let's do it all together, shall we? Why not? Why don't we do it together? Just turn. Is this the button that you press? And then we got to go to um, here. We'll, we'll set this up. Set up. Set up what you were saying, though. We're, you're going to talk about the Matt Reeves Batman. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Um, dude, it looks great. It looks dark. It looks moody. I'm here for it. Uh, the score was badass. The shots are awesome. You see more of the penguin and the Riddler which definitely has Zodiac vibes to it. You know, it's really that kind of morbid and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Greg Frazier uh, was the director of photography. Tell me something. Interesting. Who did Dune? Well, we're you looking can go at the Dune anywhere right you want, now. right? Can I see Any this? timeline. I don't think they can, which might be a good thing so they don't get taken down. Okay, so now you got... Okay. That cool looks music. a little bit like reverse flash to me. It looks a little yellow. And that looks like it's the like same outfit that I'm wearing, actually. Yeah, you got some stuff. You changed the future. That looks like the towel from the Batman. And you changed the past. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, okay. Dude, them ears. Will you get that, please? Up there. Get it. And like the final tag right there. Is that the Batmobile? Yawn. How dare you? Yawn. How dare you? It looks incredible. Dude, you know Except this. Except for the cow. On his face, um, the flashes, the head thing, it looks off for some reason. Here's the thing, man. He was my least favorite character in Justice League. The Flash was. Okay. Um, uh, oh, I don't know why, but a, a white hot rage almost went over me because I thought you were dissing Michael Keaton for a moment. He's not my favorite Batman. Tim Burton is not my favorite Batman movies, which we talked about last week. 
so hearing him and seeing that, I'm like, careful. Uh, and then careful. Give careful. me Christian Bell. Strike one. It's just careful. What if it was Robert Pattinson? Honey, I need scissors. <laughs> Don't ask why. <laughs> you know how I got these scars. <laughs> right. No, I, I'm very looking forward to it. And Matt Reeves' Batman looks incredible. Dude, that shot. There's Are so you, many sexy shots and, in that. And you should. Uh, well, of course, you're going to talk about the shots because cinematographer Greg, uh, what's Fraser. His, Greg Frazier is doing this, who also did Dune. Yep. He's I, having I, a nice paycheck. <laughs> I, I think so. I don't think it's as nice as in days, though. I still think that hers was better than anybody's this year. It was pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, any more news for this? Yeah, what this actually segues into our next one is the uh, what do you call them? I don't know. Basically, the big studio heads are like, "Doing two is a great possibility." When did they say that? Like just now, nineteen hours ago. I don't think that's. Mm, because it's performing very well over the seas. So they're just waiting to see how it performs domestically. Mm. But domestic, the, we won't know until this after this weekend. But that's telling you that like it really, it, it's up to us. How are yeah. you, how are you going to get asses in the seats that are afraid to go to theaters? They're also taking HBO Max streaming numbers into consideration. That's how you're going to do it. No, <laughs> just I, I, watch I, it on HBO Max. Well, I'm just saying, so you, if you would, don't feel comfortable, you would throw away the theatrical experience for somebody in order to make sure that a Dune 2 would happen. Fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you watch it for shit. And I'm going to go do this. No, dude. I mean, I mean, if you don't feel comfortable in the theater, don't, you know, go. But watch on HBO Max. But if you're going to do it, HBO Max, turn that cranking or that pitching sound system up, you know, like. I think that's fair. I think that's and have fair. a good TV and don't sleep. Wow. Yeah. Did that happen? Somebody fell asleep. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. I think I know who you're talking about. You see it on Twitter? Are you going to name him? Nope. It's a him, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start with an A. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's love, move into our you. next bit, which is... Our Dune spoiler review. <laughs> My voice gave out from the last bit. But let's talk about Dune, man. Let's talk about all the spoilers that you want to talk about. And let's give this warning to everybody. This is a book that came out in the 70s. <laughs> and then it was 60s. a film that came out in the 80s. Well, it technically tried to come out in the 1970s, failed. It's the impossible script that everybody says could never be adapted, impossible story. And before we do that, we need to let you know. All right, let's get into this. I'm just going to cut to you and you just go. Go as long as you need. Well, first, I want to thank you for taking me to, to the screening a week before it was officially released. You're welcome. Uh we saw it in IMAX and I had a smile on my face the whole time. And that movie is so fucking massive. Like in scale. It, I felt small watching it. Tell the, you could tell specifics now. I'm just, I'm just saying dude, like the worm. What, well, the worm, but I mean like just like the opening of it, like with like the spaceships and like how fucking otherworldly it is. It's so immersive in that sense yeah it's it's very true and again we've said from the beginning you got to see this in the theater like just seeing how they make the dragonfly ships look 
and um, seeing how each world is so like different from each other, like visually and the way that they change like the tone and the and the coloring in each one, too. Um, I would love to see him. I know that it's kind of funny to say this, but I'd love to see him do a Star Wars movie. Like, I'd be very interested in how he crafts each different planet. Right. Or like his his look at what I don't know, um, Bespin would be or something. I don't know, man, because I saw s- somebody on Twitter um, said, oh, I'd love to see what he does with Marvel. And I'm like, I hope he doesn't. I hope he stays away from the big IPs because Dune isn't really that big of an IP. It's still like one of those cult movies, you know, mm. Um, I think I just hope he stays away from that and just does his own thing because that's what makes him. Denis, not corporate. You know what I mean? Mm. Even though he's working for a big studio right now. But Well, Emily just re- rewatched the first movie with the David Lynch, and she's going to watch the new one this weekend. So she's excited for it. And I think that's that's the way that I took this. Um, I watched the David Lynch version because I was just morbidly curious. Honestly, it stemmed from watching a documentary about Dune that got me to watch the David Lynch Dune. I was watching a documentary about them like figuring out how to make it, and it just... It was, it was, was it, a mess from the start. From was the it Lynch's go. version you were watching? Or was Lynch's it, version. Yeah. There's no other version. No, no. There, there was an attempted version. Um, his, oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the documentary I was watching. Yeah. Be, that, okay. okay. So I haven't seen the documentary yet, but like, that's how I knew about it. Some, and it's, and about a lot it, of people yeah. were really thinking that it was going to be good from that one as well. But um, yeah, the David Lynch version, it really feels like he just took the book and ripped up the page. He ripped out all the pages and just did like some card shuffling with it and discarded a ton and went, this is the story. And then he said, how can I make an alien look like a talking vagina? It really like, I can't default that. It really, <laughs> it really did. It was, and it was animatronic in this, in it, and it moved in unnatural ways. And there's no, there, and, and what's gross, what's gross about this is I can't even describe this thing. Without being disgusting. It's like a blue waffle alien. Well, I was going to talk about the lips. And that sounds disgusting <laughs> in itself. That sounds horrible. I it's don't want... awful, man. <laughs> it really... I don't... <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, the worms and lynches look phallic. and uh, The worm in the news looked phallic, Are too. you fucking kidding me, dude? It, it looked, looked like a it dick. It does look like it an uncircumcised penis. It started to look. It looked a little <laughs> bit. It really did. And um, but let's talk about the worm because that's my biggest complaint I when I first came out of the theater. But it is it is subsided a little bit, but it still is one that the usage of the worm in the first part of the film was perfect in my opinion. Okay. It was absolutely perfect okay. when when they when they have him coming from behind and like when it envelops that thing, it is insane. Like it the the scale of it, the teeth, and when it just like absorbs that thing, it's so cool. But then they just kind of like keep giving you a little like, hello. And then he just goes away. Like there's never any like cool, like cool worm moment. It's just more of like a hello. You didn't think that was cool? No. They, they made the, the the next one was just uh, uh, and then, uh, a poorly lit. I'm going to say it. It was poorly lit shot of the worm looking down on Rebecca Ferguson, Timothy Chalamet's character. And just kind of like giving him a once over. And then the thumper leads him to go to the other people. And then the most egregious part for me. And I think it's it's honestly, it's unforgivable in my mind. It's like if they, they hinted at the end of a new hope that um, Luke was going to have an animatronic hand 
or no. that like or like or like no. they looked in the distance and they saw like an Ewok walking around. And it's like, why would you show that now? Why don't you build to that moment instead of like to tease, man? It didn't that wasn't necessary to tease. It that is. I felt was too big of a reveal to tease. No, I don't think writing so. one of those. I'm sh- come on, dude. Writing one of those worms and because they're gonna that's... do it. They're gonna do it literally with thirty seconds to spare and one more line of dialogue, and then it goes straight to black. I don't think that was mm. to tease. Especially if for you're people... gonna do it. If he's gonna write the worms, he should be writing the worms from the beginning. No, I know, I know. No, like no. So don't no. do it then. So then don't do it. That's what I'm saying. Like if you can't. If you can't give me some type of a cohesive wrap of a story, if you can't have a story inside of this fuller narrative that fully resolves itself instead of just being a tease after a tease and then ending, it's only going to be for people that like the source material. And it won't be for people that want to go in this for. But that's the thing. He's been on record saying, I made this for the fans. I'm faithfully adapting it as best as I can. I made this for me. But please, everybody go and everybody love but, it. That's I, the problem. But like, you can't he, lie. It's not like a sight to see on the big screen. Oh, oh, it totally is. But I think he undercuts a lot of stuff and he doesn't resolve things that he, he does, could. I, I told you I, I told you this before, too, when we're before we start recording. But I'm like, this is Dune disc one. It's like where the rings extended disc one. It doesn't end at the right spot. Yeah. Emily called it a talking anus, by the way, which. <laughs> I well, here's the thing if that's what my anus looks like, then oh wow, just a chocolate starfish. Honestly, the anus looks more like the sand monster than anything. No, the sand monster still looks like a teeth aren't the hair, uncircumcised teeth aren't the hair. No, okay. Well, you've not seen, never mind. Do you look let's move into the next thing? No, 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 young steen equals swoon. Youngstein. So I, I I did notice yeah. they merged two characters together, which is Dave Batista. Oh, he was he he, he was the Sting character too. Yeah, he's also the Sting character. So it's like they're merging both characters together because both of them in the book have a very similar arc ish. Um, so I I thought that was cool, and they also changed the the gender of uh, how, how do you say kinds keens. Uh, mm-hmm. The scientist who leads them to all the worms and stuff. You know what else is frustrating about this, by the way? Know. What's up? The Baron. What? No. I don't think that. Well, because we know this guy's just going to be Bane at the end of the day. Like, we all know that there's another villain. And so he's still. Who's the uh, other villain? The Emperor, whoever that person is. Is he the villain, though? He's the one that set the whole thing up, is he not? No. They pretty much say that the Emperor allowed this to happen. Because yeah. he does not like Atreides and he wants Paul dead. But it's not he's not the the villain. The vil, the villain is the Benny Gesserit. Okay, so the true villain is them. Yes. The, these guys are all puppets. So they have they're three all puppets. Villains. They're all puppets. Ugh, you see, and that's the other that's, problem. No, it's like Game of Thrones, dude. <laughs> and you know what? Here's the problem with uh, me. Uh, oh, uh, oh, 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 be careful. Here we go. Okay. Here's before we do that. Everyone else said, as bad as the first movie is, I still enjoy watching it, and that's part of the reason why I'm looking forward to the new one. They can only make it better, and I agree. They did still improve on all this. But what was I about to say? Something Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah. It's a series. No. It's a series. No. And you know what? Each season has an arc. For Game of Thrones? For Game of Thrones. Right, Each right, Each season right. has an arc. Yes. Yeah. So why does Denis get the pass? 
because it's disc one. It's part one. It's part <laughs> one of the whole fucking, story, dude. You can't keep saying it's not a standard, because it's disc one. Here, here's my thing. <laughs> I, I, I'm not treating this like writing I'm not, capabilities. Of I'm how not much you can put onto a disc. Here's the thing. That's I'm, absurd. I'm not treating this like a standalone film. You like, should. I'm not though. Because it's not the full you... story. They purposely left it open because it's not the full story. Let's look at the Fellowship of the Ring, shall we? Disc extended part one it ends after a meeting. That's fucking it. How climatic can you get of a fucking meeting? And Warner Brothers, if they were given that, which they weren't, they were not given the extended editions to put out to theaters. Am I right? They, they had to cut it. I don't know. No, I don't know, I don't no. know the history. Peter, of the Peter, Ring. Peter Jackson didn't give them the extended cuts for the first part. He probably gave the theatrical versions that he wanted to do first, knowing that he still had all the stuff in the can ready to go in case there were extended editions like a director should do. But instead, he's an evil new just is like, give everything that I think is important to it. Yeah. And that narratively sounds uh, right to me, but anybody that's not checked out the source material, it hasn't read the book, hasn't checked out the movie. It doesn't feel like it's resolved in a very satisfying way. But does it not feel like it will be a, in part two is my question. Like, did, did it intrigue you? If you can understand but, all of the glossary of terms and definitions. What to things, did you get confused about? I didn't personally, but looking at the book, you have like three well, that's, different. That's the book. The movie. The movie made it very cohesive of what the fuck is going on. Mm, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, and I win. <laughs> so how about that, dude? How they 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 they. You've not the given first movie is all about exposition, and he's been on record too. You've he not said even the first... told me what the conclusion. Like here, you're acknowledging that it's not a complete story, right? And. But I don't that, think it's a standalone film. That's what I'm saying. But what if you what if you submitted your film to the Utah Film Place and you were like, no, nah, it's part one. <laughs> like, that's not. Come on. I, after seeing how massive this is on the screen and like how it's pretty much up there with other space operas for a part one. Dude, fucking yeah. You're welcome. Show Nobody's saying it's not good. But I am saying that narratively, it doesn't feel like it. Narratively, you're. tease me enough to be excited for it. It felt. The last part felt a little desperate to me. It felt rushed. I'll give that. That's what I'll say. It felt a little desperate, especially because, because like when I see the the worm and stuff, I saw how well he built up that that worm, and I was like, I thought you would have want to build up the moment where they ride that worm, and I'm sure he's gonna do it again. But we've already seen it, so we know it's gonna happen. What if we didn't know that was gonna happen? The the non book people, then. I don't know how else they would have ended it because that was kind of the tease. Like, how else do you tease the next part? I think they could have really tied it probably at the point where the sandworm is about to eat him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they could have kept going. Maybe there's a little bit more they could have ended after. No, I don't know dude, what I, the rest I, of the book is. No, the, where they ended it is perfect. I mean, like, literally, this is part, right? What they're going into right now is when he starts it could being have been, this prophecy or whatever. It could have been ended right when they meet the Freeman, like not. And let's have a quick fight and let's do this. End it before that. That'd still be anticlimactic. It'd be anticlimactic, but at least it wouldn't feel like they're starting another chapter before they end it. They didn't start another chapter before they ended it. It though. feels like they started another. They chapter definitely they did not it. just per the book. I I'm not going to read the book. And that's the problem that I don't want to have to book. read a whole book to feel like I had a narrative conclusion. Look, she to agrees. The emperor isn't a politician. He's just, or isn't a villain. He's a politician. And worm writing in the first movie too. Well, that movie Emily's combined, like they combined the whole book for Dune. So the part one and part Dune, you would say that the writing happens in the second part, right? 
Oh, absolutely. So why it's show all, it in the it's first all part movie? of a ritual? That's Yo, what I'm saying. Why show it in the first movie? Why not? Or yeah, why? Why would you? To tease. It's not a good dude. Tease. When I saw it, I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna be fucking riding worms in the next movie. And it's like this is only the beginning. And then it ends. No. Yeah. Dude. I I hate. You know what? Fuck it. I hated that ending. No, no, no. It almost ruined the whole movie for me. Are you fucking kidding? It me? almost ruined the whole movie for me. Are I'm you doubling fuck? down because you're you're pissing me off, and I'm gonna <laughs> double down. The Dune ending is probably the worst in cinematic history. Do you want to, Mike? I have criticism of this movie. Just so you know. I don't like I don't like the situation with Paul and the killing not being explored until the very last minute. No, it felt I agree. Forced and rushed, and it just yeah. And no, what was I your agree. other issue? Just so that that would have been a nice build up because that does play a major part in the movie. Um, but Rebecca Ferguson's pregnancy in the movie is a huge fucking part. Mm-hmm. Not only in the last half of the book, but throughout the rest of the um, Dune Messiah, at least, right? Oh, but she rubbed her belly when she was sitting on this on the sand for a nah. second. That was enough. I think I think there could have been better foreshadowing throughout um what to you expect. Know, that would have been a better tease if they ended with something related to that baby. Yes. That maybe. would have been a better if they Perhaps. didn't do the worm. The worm thing just felt so weird because there's but the no emotional thing, connection to it to make me excited for the next thing. But the people that most people most associate Dune with the worm. Yeah, and we when, saw when, the worm. When you, when you hear Dune, you're like sandworm. I know, but we saw Jaws, that. shark. We saw that. What if they showed because in... they didn't show it in its full size yet? We haven't seen the full fucking thing, dude. What if they showed the eagles in Fellowship of the Ring? Did they? Am I wrong? I don't remember actually. I don't think they showed the eagles. What if they showed the eagles? Gandalf riding an eagle at the end. Like that would be the weirdest. Like, okay, we're not there yet, but sure. Well, you know, the third movie ends in. What do you call it? The Hobbitville area. What do you call it? Hobbiton? Hobbiton, yeah. The Shire. Yeah, the Shire. The third movie ends in the Shire, but the first movie starts in the Shire. So it technically did show the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. There and back again. Yep. Wow, yeah. That's all it did. Which, by the way, I love Lord of the Rings. I love, <laughs> I, and I, I do think... And here's the thing. For as much as I hate the ending, I hate it because it's not complete. And when the sequel happens... If it's good, because that's the that's the fair point, right? It's got to deliver the promises. When made has Denny not delivered? It, I don't know. He's never made a sequel. You see, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is a sequel, a sequel to Blade to Runner. His own? No, exactly. This but is, this isn't this a sequel. Is it's still first... part two. It's not a sequel. No, it's still is, part two. This is his Christopher Nolan thing. This is his. This is his Dark Knight Ooh, thing, okay, okay, right? Yep. So he's got to deliver on the promises made. In Batman Begins, Dune Part his Batman Two, Begins, his Joker card is that sandworm, and what they're planning on doing with these people. So and look how the Dark Knight turned out. Yes, but here's the thing: that there's a difference between showing a Joker card and like really be- showing Joker running past Batman at one point. No, 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 no. Because they just teased the riding the worm. They didn't show the whole thing. It's all ritual. Book nerds, I don't know what you mean Dune. by it. And you know what's weird? Dune sounds so much like Avatar. Fuck you. Isn't it weird though when you think about it? It's all mining for resources. It, it there there's an indigenous group that, that that they're getting shoved out of their land and that it's kind of a power grab between the two. There's not like a setup of the royal families and stuff, but so what you're telling me is Avatar's ripoff of Pocahontas and Dune mixed. I have a good feeling that James Cameron is not original at all. Really? What gave to, you that idea? Oh, I don't know. 
that guy's all about being in the ocean. He ruined aliens, just so you know. No, he didn't. I don't, I don't like aliens at all. Because Alien is a horror it. film and he made it a fucking shoot 'em up action film. Exactly. There's nothing terrifying about aliens whatsoever. He Whoa. undid everything Ridley Scott set up. Ridley? Ridley. Ridley. No, by the way, he's 83 years Newt old. Was, I think Newt was awesome. I think the characters were way more developed in Aliens than in the first one. Really? Because they fucking kill them all off in Alien 3. So That's not James Cameron. You didn't no, blame that's David, David Fincher. Fincher for that. <laughs> Aliens, a, the Alien franchise has had the best directors with the weirdest intentions. <laughs> that's so true. It's very weird. Like it's fascinating, but that's what I'm saying though. Like Denise started this, he needs to fulfill on his promises that he made to the, to the fans. And if he doesn't, the whole thing isn't going to work, but if it does work, then not only will the whole thing be good, but this ending will be good for me. So I will enjoy the ending, but right now I can't even say if I'll enjoy it because they've, they've really left me with nothing. What, what did Emma say? Avatar is just from goalie, <laughs> <Ferngully, laughs> but blue aliens. Nice. <laughs> Um, no, I agree. So do you think then you just say you agree? I agree. Oh, hell yeah. But do you think if the second movie is great, because I'm still treating it as one whole thing because that book is one whole thing and Dune Messiah is the second novel, but they're making that as the third movie to make a trilogy, right? Mm. Then do you think though, if the second movie is good, that this like, will it be the empire strikes back of the Dune series? No, because they're not doing a trilogy. They are doing a trilogy. Dune trilogy? Yes. Are you sure? Dune part one, Dune part two, Dune Messiah. I don't know if he said he's doing Messiah. Dune Messiah is one of his dream projects. Yeah, but did he say that yes. like his intention for this? Yes. I don't know. Fucking he, yes. You pull I know up the article right I'm now. I'm going to pull up the article right now. Hold dude. on. Denis Villeneuve, Dune Messiah. All right. <laughs> I'm excited because the second half of the novel sets up everything in Dune Messiah. Like, it's so fucking cool. Mm. Okay, here oh, we go. Oh, what? Denis Villeneuve wants Probably, to make Dune trilogy website. that includes adaptation of Dune Messiah. You're welcome. When, when did this come out? August. 2021. All right, well. So this cool. is his Nolan. This is his peak. So I was right with that. It is. This is a that's, a, that's a very good comparison. And I think the the worm writing is the Joker card, and Dune fans of the novel and stuff is like, what the fuck, you know? But can I tell you something that Nolan did that he didn't? Wrapped it up. He wrapped up the Ra's al Ghul stuff, and he wrapped up the the shit with Cillian Murphy. Right, right. But those were standalone films. Dune Part One doesn't isn't doesn't feel like it doesn't feel but like it, a standalone. But that's film. kind of the brilliant thing about Christopher Nolan. And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Nolan for a little yeah, bit. No. He made these films without thinking that there was going to be another one and he didn't he didn't make the movie as an advertisement for the next one either no he set it up and he completed it and i think that's what this film might have been missing i can see that you see that's all i've been saying from the beginning and like it's cool that it's a novel adaptation and that's different and you have to find a different way to do it but if he's also adapting a whole other book, then I feel he has the creative freedom to kind of do it however he wants. Right. And that means it's his intentional choice to be very like dangly for this last bit. But maybe it, he ran out of budget. He's like, just show it from a distance. No, because the, the book, the last half of the book is so there's so much more detail in it. Right. And he's, he's been on record saying that the first Dune part one is all about world building and setting up, setting up the whole situation. So people can familiar, familiarize themselves with the universe. Mm-hmm. which I think he did successfully. I think 
we pretty much know exactly how it runs, how it works, and get have an idea of how the politics in it are involved, right? I don't really. Oh. Well, here's here's my question still. Um, how are they going to mine the spice from this point? Like, how how is spice even going to be taken care of? Because their whole stuff is broken too. Like that equipment there just doesn't work from what they were describing. The Atreides? Yeah. And didn't, and I believe that the Baron gave um, Dave Bautista control to start mining spice and to kill all the Freemen. Like that was the last thing yeah. he said to him. So what is, where do they go from there? I don't necessarily know. And are they going to do the thing in Dune <laughs> in the David Lynch one? Is it in the books where they have that gun where you go, Hur! and then like blows up something? <laughs> I should remember. <laughs> it would be so funny. Whoa. I would like to know what you think of that chat. <laughs> His face. <laughs> well, Patrick, if you want the movie to fail, I guess that would be a way to go. I don't know if it, it would probably fail. Are you saying that Jim Caviezel should be <laughs> Paula training? Is, <laughs> is that where we're going with this? I don't think Jim Caviezel should be anything right now. Have you seen him? He's cheese cubes and sauce. He's insane. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mel Gibson's insane too. It's real. Um, but going back to Christopher Nolan real quick, there's, there's one news I, I did leave out that connects Denny with Christopher Nolan. Mm, and that's they were in a gas station one night probably they had finished just eating a few sun chips no, it's it's emily blunt has been cast in christopher nolan's new movie with killian murphy mm. and with sicario in that time with Denny, yeah that's yeah. yeah nobody's denying that Denny even is a prolific director and he does some incredible work and he really loves making sure that it's done in theaters like his stuff is made for the theater and I, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. I I don't think this is his strongest. You've agreed to me on that, yeah, that this yeah. isn't his strongest film of his repertoire. I still stand by giving it an 8.5 because yeah. of the stuff with the endings. But what year, did you give it a 10? I think you ended up giving it a full perfect score, right? Yeah, I did. Mm. Just I, I, I to bring the impossible to the big screen, when people said it was impossible to do it, you know, he's like, hold my beer and I'll do it. <laughs> I don't think it's a joke, Patrick. I think I'm just kidding now. <laughs> I think if they do anything, Patrick, they need to be doing a fat man too. I need to see what happens after Santa got shot in the eye by Walter Goggins and how he survives that. Is Walter Goggins in that movie? Yeah, Walter Goggins is an assassin sent to kill Santa in the North Pole. Oh, hell yeah. Yep, and it's Mel Gibson and he shoots him point blank in the face and he survives <laughs> But there's no Nicolas Cage. It sounds like a Nicolas Cage movie. I gave it. Well, I gave it a 10 out of 10 for the reasons I give Nick Cage movies. 10 out of 10. Just entertainment. Like, yeah, except for Pig. Because Pig, you deserve the 10 out of 10. I was. I do have to acknowledge the fact that I gave Pig a 10 and Denis an 8.5. They're different films. Different films. Different styles. Different strokes, baby. Uh, and, now, and now we're getting corrected with stuff. There's going to be a lot of problems with that. Walton Goggins, I sir. Get, I get it right 59% of the time. At least you're open about it. 59%. What what other comments do you guys have about Dune? If you've already seen it, sound off. You can comment about Hans, any of the spoilers that, uh, that you want for this. Hans Zimmer score. How'd you feel about it? Uh, I think... The bagpipes, dude. We have to talk about the bagpipes. The dramatic lamentation music. I think that's a little funny that... HP Max was like, we can't call this ancient lamentation music. They 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 railed us through the 
Coles with all that uh, dramatic lamentation music. That'll work because it's from Zack Snyder's Justice League. Anytime Wonder Woman came in, oh, yeah. the subtitle would be ancient lamentation music plays. <laughs> and in this and Dune, the subtitle is dramatic lamentation music plays. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's maybe just put music plays. Like I don't know why we need to keep saying that. But they have bagpipes, and bagpipes are great. They have bagpipes in a fucking space opera. The fact that bagpipes exist ten thousand years down the line, and yeah, makes think, me happy, man. I like it. I wish they. Um. Oh, you know what else? What? Oh god, you're oh. yawning. Yeah. Do we? I wish that they this? delved more into um, kind of the the setting of who the uh, Atreides are in relation to the timeline of Earth. Greeks. I know, but they needed to tell people that. Because really, it's tough to... That, it, that's not even in the Dune book. That's that's in the books after the main Dune series was released. Yes, that's but like, I that's think like that context symbol. is really cool. And and I didn't, real, I didn't realize that artificial intelligence is wiped out because it was... Like, there's some cool backstory that I would have been more interested in learning about in this. By the way, they are doing a TV series, keep in mind. <laughs> no, they're not. They Dune are. TV series? Yes. Warner they're, Brothers? Based around the, yeah, based around the sisterhood. Really? Yes. I gotta look this up, too. <laughs> Damn. You and, your, you and your stuff. Bagpipes take a lot of moisture. You know what else takes a lot of moisture? Me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm the Baron. <laughs> How would that Baron was hot? I like when he, <laughs> I like when he was bathing in oil. I was like, man, Jason Momoa, step off. You know? Do you think anybody ever tried to bean dip him? Let's talk about Jason Momoa and how hot, hot he is. I'm just gonna say it like that dude's fucking hot. I don't know. I think like, Oscar Isaac was more move, daddy status. Man, he, uh, him, and Oscar Isaac turned me into a telescope. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. <laughs> you Dude. could see, you could see dust on Mars. It seemed, it seemed like a lot of the cast were just having fun with this, though, too. Oh, yeah. It seemed like a blast. And I I, I think Jason Momoa, though, he, that's he got a great job. Supporting. I think. Um, and do you think that well, let's talk about nominations? What do you think this will get? Special effects, undoubtedly. Costume design, undoubtedly. Production design, mm, sound mixing and editing. Cinematography. I think it'll win sound mixing and editing. Yeah. Cinematography. Cinematography, it'll directing. I think it'll be nominated, but I'm not so sure it'll win yet, just yet. Not yeah, just not yet. We'll wait for. I'm not entirely sure with that. There is one right now that has come out that I think could potentially beat it, but what's up? Well, you're gonna get mad because it's a Marvel property. Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Did she not win the Oscar last year? She did. I'm happy for her. I'm happy <laughs> exactly. for her. Exactly. But I, I, I told this. Twitter peeps that I think Eternals is only going to get like mediocre reviews once it's finally released. Hmm. Because those reactions have been positive, but they've also been kind of just like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I don't know. Which sucks because like I wanted, I wanted to succeed, but like it hasn't, it doesn't have my interest at all. I know it doesn't. And here, and you know what? Dune is over. So maybe you will get excited. For maybe it. I will. Yeah. Especially because of the fact that, um, Denis Villeneuve showed Chloe Zhao, an early cut of Dune to get her inspired for for Eternals. So wait, what? Yeah, you didn't know that, I did, did not you? Know that she was talking about it. She was like, my, and then he made sure to remind her to watch Interstellar. 
Fuck yeah. Yeah. So <gasps> are you really not excited for the Eternals now? Now here's the thing. And I told- She's taking inspiration from two of your most favorite <laughs> things. And you still are like, I have no interest in well, it at all. Here's, here's the now, thing, it, too. It just seems racist or sexist at that point. Well, it's funny. It's funny. You brought against in, the men. Inter- well, it's funny you brought Inner up because I told you, Dune's not my favorite IMAX experience. Like, it's great on a grand, grand scale. But, like, the only movie to emotionally move me in the IMAX was Interstellar. Like, mm-hmm. I bawled feeling like the whole theater shake. You know, like. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Do it again. I didn't have it cut on you. God damn it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there is there's there's a lot to love about Dune. Yes. Let's 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 agree on something that we both can say. It was great to watch it with you. I was very happy that you got to see it in the theater on an that. IMAX screen and a little bit earlier. And um yeah, we're looking forward to when my time to shine Eternals. hits, which is 2022, the year of the Batman. All of my Batman are there, and you're gonna you're gonna talk shit about. I know you're gonna talk shit about my Michael Keaton, but he's gonna talk shit you back. And I want to thank everybody for coming on to Gaggle of Geeks what, and watch, what, the, oh. watch the Flash be like the Suicide Squad, the original Suicide Squad. I want to thank everybody except Chaz for being on the show today. I think it's a great job. We love Dune. We love cinema. We all about that. And I want your feet too. <laughs> Take care, everybody.